the escape. See you next week. See ya. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Tom Warden. The top stories. Transit fans flock to see the first in a new generation of trains being rolled out by the MTR Corporation. The head of the MPF authority says people don't need to worry too much about market fluctuations harming their retirement funds. And overseas, North Korea's leader says he wants to build the world's most powerful nuclear force. Transport enthusiasts flocked to Choi Hung Station this morning to greet the first in a new generation of trains on the MTR network. Maggie Ho has details. The train pulled into the station at around 20 to 9 and opened its doors to fans a few minutes later. Excited passengers packed the compartment and as the train left the station on schedule at 2 minutes to 9, bound for Tiu Kenglang on the Kuntong line, they let out a big cheer. The MTR Corporation says the eight-carriage Q train, manufactured by CRRC Qingdao Sifang Corporation, boasts wider doors, better designed seats, more hand straps and LED lighting in compartments. It's one of 93 Q trains acquired to replace the British-manufactured M trains that have been in service for more than four decades. The corporation says Q trains will first go into service on the Kuntong line, followed by the island. Chunwan and Changwano lines. The chairwoman of the Mandatory Provident Fund Schemes Authority says people shouldn't worry too much about the effect of short-term market fluctuations on their savings. Lawmakers had expressed concern about the poor performance of MPF funds and what it would mean for members who are due to collect their savings soon. But writing on her blog, Aisha Lau said MPF funds had recorded gains in 14 of the 22 years since the system was set up and had always bounced back after a negative year. She said the system was sound and short-term fund performance didn't represent how a saver's account would perform for the entire investment period. The former executive council convener, Bernard Chan, says a visit by a Hong Kong business delegation to the Apex Summit sent an important message that the SIR is heading towards further opening up. He made the comments a week after the delegation, led by Chief Executive John Lee, returned from Bangkok. Mr. Chan, who chairs the Hong Kong-Thailand Business Council, says he expects ties with Southeast Asian countries to strengthen in the current geopolitical situation. He spoke to Commercial Radio. The business trip to Thailand meant a lot, as it was the first overseas trip led by the chief executive since the pandemic began two and a half years ago. It sent a message to both locals and the outside world that Hong Kong is returning to normalcy. Overseas, Kim Jong-un says North Korea's ultimate goal is to have the world's most powerful nuclear force. The North Korean leader's remarks follow the test launch of an intercontinental ballistic missile earlier this month. The BBC's Anna Aslam has more details. Kim Jong-un declared his dream of being a nuclear superpower as he promoted dozens of military officials and scientists involved in the test launch of the Hwasong-17 missile, which is thought to be capable of reaching the United States. According to state media, the intercontinental missile was awarded the title of national hero. The president called it the world's strongest strategic weapon and said it demonstrated his country's resolve and ability to eventually build the world's strongest army. His rhetoric and the number of illegal weapons tests have escalated in recent months, despite international sanctions and warnings. The former Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan has announced that his party will withdraw from elected assemblies. 
He's accused the country's political system of being corrupt. Mr. Khan is demanding early elections and blames Pakistan's army for his removal in April. Addressing a rally in Rawalpindi, he said he would consult fellow party leaders before announcing a date for mass resignations. Now we do not want to be part of this system. I'm going to meet all my chief ministers, my parliamentary party leaders. We've decided to leave all the assemblies. Instead of causing destruction in our country, instead of creating havoc, it is better that we get out of this corrupt system. And now the weather, mainly cloudy with a few rain patches. Visibility relatively low in some areas. The maximum temperature will be around 24 degrees. Fresh easterly winds occasionally strong on high ground at first, becoming moderate southeasterlies later. Outlook, sunny periods in the next couple of days, and it will be rather warm during the day. Temperatures will fall appreciably on Wednesday. The temperature is 23 degrees, and the humidity is 91%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Back locally, the financial secretary, Paul Chan, says Hong Kong's shipping industry can thrive by developing high-value-added services such as ship financing and insurance, shipping team management and arbitration. Writing on his official blog, Mr. Chan said offering these services would help Hong Kong link the mainland with other countries, allowing the SAR to serve international markets while integrating with the nation's development. The Venezuelan government and the opposition have signed an agreement in a major breakthrough to try to resolve the country's political and humanitarian crises. At talks in Mexico, they issued a joint statement requesting the release of billions of U.S. dollars frozen abroad over alleged election irregularities. The Venezuelan government representative, Jorge Rodriguez, said the money would be used towards health care, education and other programs. As over $20 billion are held up, blocked or unfairly taken by foreign banks, we want to announce that by means of this agreement, we're rescuing more than $3 billion that will go directly to fund education, health care and electricity. The United States said the preliminary accord was a step in the right direction. NASA's Orion spacecraft has broken the record for the furthest distance traveled from Earth by a vehicle that's habitable by humans. Orion was placed in lunar orbit on Friday, a little over a week after it blasted off from Florida. The BBC's Madeleine Dury reports. Swirling above our heads some 400,500 kilometers from Earth is a partially reusable test flight. Three test dummies sit inside, but if this dress rehearsal is successful, humans will take their seats in a future mission. Their destination? The moon. So far, Orion has travelled more than 300,000 kilometres beyond the previous record for distance from the Earth. It's been 50 years since humans last set foot on the moon, but in 2025, Orion could help an astronaut make a lunar landing once again. Sport and Argentina have beaten Mexico by two goals to nil in the Men's Football World Cup, keeping alive their hopes of reaching the knockout stages in Qatar. More details from the BBC's Ollie Foster. Huge relief for Argentina and their fanatical supporters in Qatar. Defeat against Mexico uh, would have seen one of the pre-tournament favourites tumble out of the World Cup. Seemingly unthinkable, but they won 2-0. Still a really nervy evening at the Lucille Stadium uh, because it was goalless at half-time until, who else? Lionel Messi, their captain, he found space on the edge of the Mexico box, lashed a left-foot shot into the bottom corner. 
The victory was sealed late on by Enzo Fernandez. That was his first goal for his country. Earlier, France became the first team to qualify for the next round. They beat Denmark 2-1. Germany could go out of the World Cup in the early hours of tomorrow if they lose to Spain in Group E. Hansi Flick's side were beaten 2-1 by Japan in their opener on Wednesday, while the Spanish started their campaign 7-0 winners against Costa Rica. Let's hear the thoughts of the former Germany striker and head coach, Jurgen Klinsmann. It puts them so much under pressure now against Spain, which is a team that we actually feel the most from all the teams in the world. It's Spain that over the last years became a little bit, yeah, the team that, that we are a little bit afraid of uh, in Germany. And uh, so things are not looking so good. <laughs> but uh, uh, these are the moments where a team really has the opportunity to come through as a, with a strong character, react in difficult moments, and they have to prove that now. They have to show that they can do it. Finally, scientists in Britain are examining wheat varieties from previous centuries in the hopes that they can create new crops to withstand the threats from climate change, pests and diseases. They're hunting through the archives of the Natural History Museum in London, which holds wheat specimens dating back to the 1700s. Dr. Matthew Clark is leading the project. We look at what we call crop bud relatives, which is basically the weedy versions of wheat. So these are the things that would grow out the side of a wall or out of a boulder or in a desert and so on. So they're much hardier and these are often the places where you can go and find a resistance gene that is able to basically combat that disease. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Transit fans flock to see the first in a new generation of trains being rolled out by the MTR Corporation. The head of the MPF authority says people don't need to worry too much about market fluctuations harming their retirement funds. And overseas, North Korea's leader says he wants to build the world's most powerful nuclear force. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new
Shake it on. Ooh. 